Recording in progress. No one likes a tuna podcast. The world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast was struck down suddenly on Wednesday night in a horrible plane crash. No one knows what the cause of this was, but many said it's because their podcast was too terrible and <laughs> the world just needed to be rid of it. <laughs> um, that's how I feel about doing this. Yeah. Pod. Yeah. I forgot when I watched it. I definitely did. Four days ago is when I watched it. I had to do some mental math. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do some I had to do some mental math. We we just our schedules have not been aligned, I feel. Uh, I think that's a nice way of saying that like neither of us is putting this pod as priority number one. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's maybe fair to say that one or both of us is not really putting this pod as priority number 100, right? <laughs> uh-huh, is uh-huh. that fair? Is that fair, Daryl? I mean, I feel it. It's, I feel it slipping. I feel it slipping in the grand scheme of stuff that I want to put my energy toward. Right, right. No, exa- ex- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. In the universe yeah. of things I got going on right now, which... Let me tell you, it's not a million things. Right? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not actively on a job like work. I'm doing a little work here and there, doing some personal project stuff, reading some books, you know, mm-hmm. watch catching up on some Game of Thrones, new Game of Thrones TV. Like there's there's stuff I'm doing, but it's not like I got stuff going on. Uh-huh. Right. So I can't, but there's still this like do I want to record a podcast? <laughs> I think I got to open up a suitcase with the fucking microphone in it that I haven't mm-hmm. pulled out since I flew back from America. Mm-hmm. And I got to set up a Zoom link. <laughs> you know? Hurdles. 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 Yeah. There's hurdles. There's hurdles. So that's where I'm at. We watched Furious. Each week we watch a Fast and Furious movie, basically. And this week we mm. watched Furious 6, which, by the way, didn't love it this week, which I think is, you know, an interesting fact. That was the interesting mm-hmm. fact I was going to talk about on the week's pod mm-hmm. of, like, it didn't do it for me this week. Yeah. I will say in the, yeah, in terms of diminishing motivation to watch and do the podcast, I think the backwards cycle the nine to one cycle is truly one of the worst ways to watch these movies because it just starts off you have to watch uh, like three turns in a row yeah for sure and you there's no momentum everything that that you bring into it is what you know is so is solely uh you know internally generated because the movies are not helping out at all no, the movies aren't doing anything for me at this point. It's a blank <laughs> slate, basically. It's a blank series of images that flashes across my eyes for two hours and 15 minutes. And God bless me, not a second more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, so, you know, I, 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 it just like... It, and even though watching, you're right about watching them backwards, even though they get progressively better as they sort of move as we go on through the weeks, it almost is like 
we've broken our ankle at the start of the race, mm. you know? And though mm-hmm. I found a way to like m- make it work and like struggle through and finish, it's still uh-huh. painful to sort of <laughs> limp across that line, you know? I had a mental image of a potato sack race where you put all four legs in the potato sack and uh, try to <laughs> complete the race. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. That's, that's it. <laughs> and like, especially because this movie goes, the thing that I think bothered me the most about Furious 6 this time around is this movie goes so all in on The Rock. I would argue this movie did more for his like movie stardom career than five. Maybe I mean five is like his first big action movie, right? Five is where mm. it's like okay, The Rock is a proven viable star. Fast Five was a huge hit. You know, people said it. I remember people in college, like a girl in college, joking when five came out. That was like, how are they doing a fifth one of these? <laughs> Which now, after like twenty nine Marvel movies, is a ludicrous concept, but she was like, oh, well, you know, how, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Once concept proven with five of like, okay, this is the mix we need. We need the rock in here. Like, let's double down on that and let's fully commit to the rock being like a part of this. Mm-hmm. And then it like the, the Gina Carano stuff. Doesn't that feel like, Oh, I just dropped my phone. Doesn't that feel like Dwayne coming on board and be like, you know what we should do? You know who should we get? We should get in here. More my girl fighters. Gina. Yeah. <laughs> like my girl <laughs> Gina should be, get in this. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, like that's the definite vibe I come away from. Um, I'm going to have to blow my, I have to blow my nose, which I'm going <laughs> to mute the recorded audio for. Uh-huh. And do it, but I'm not going to mute the Zoom. So it's going to be <laughs> gross on the Zoom, but not on the, not on the actual recording. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Here we go. <laughs> Big expression over here. He, I mean, I can see Nick. He's trying to keep his eyes open as he Stop. blows, but it's impossible. Okay, I was trying to like... see. <laughs> so did you hear it or not? Um, I mean, I heard it. Okay, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got it muted on the listener front. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I had TCB. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, anyway, the Gina stuff is bad. She's a bad actress. You know, she was coming hot off. Was that Soderbergh movie before or after? I don't know. Sort of one of the lesser Soderberghs. IMO. Mm-hmm. Haywire, it's called. Remember Haywire? Hmm. I don't think I watched that. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll look it up. Because in my memory, she's coming off Haywire. And people are like, oh. Like, maybe Haywire didn't kill it. But um, people are like, oh, Carano. Hmm. She got cast sure. by Soderbergh. Wow, Soderbergh's like. Meanwhile, Soderbergh is like, yeah, whatever. Like, dog, come in my, my movie. Like, yeah, anybody like sort of in an interesting sphere. Like, get in here. You know, mm-hmm. like let's do it. Um. 
So I, I think she probably, that movie hadn't come out by the time she was cast. Because it comes out 2011 also. I actually want to know the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not giving it to me. January. So that came out in January, and this was a summer release in 2011. So it was like six six months out, five or six months out. She was definitely cast in this before that movie came out. But obviously, mm-hmm. I think she gets this movie off of the back of like being cast in a Soderbergh action flick. Mm-hmm. You know, um, her, her so, agent yeah. is out. Her agent is out there, hustling, uh, magnifying, yeah, making yeah, it happen. Exactly, absolutely, yeah. seizing the moment. Hundred <laughs> percent. His agent's mm-hmm. like, this flash is gonna be brief. <laughs> so yeah. like, we got haywire. Fast Five and like three episodes of The Mandalorian ten years from now, like <laughs> that's what's gonna, <laughs> you know, like that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and now she's like in the like Hunter Biden story. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, rough, rough. Yeah, that's what she's decided to do is like make like America First presents the Hunter Biden laptop Ooh. story starring Ooh. Gina Carano. Rough. Rough. <laughs> um that kind of goes into one of the things I had for this week was yeah. so God, I, I tried to figure this out. So I watched a number of different um stand-up comedy stand-up comedies over the past couple like weeks specials. here. Specials, yeah. yes, yeah. but I've blended them all together in my head. But yeah. one of the one of the comedians that I was watching had a not the main bit, one side thing, just about Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. And the observation was at some point, like, um, uh, yeah, like at some point, you might be like Vin Diesel, and you'll realize that you're no longer the star of your own movies, right? And I heard that, and it sat with me, and I've been thinking about it. And I wish I could remember who made that joke because I feel like I can go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> even in this backwards watch of this, these movies, right? The if you think about you know the origin to today, right? It was, I mean, it was a Vin Diesel movie. It was a Vin Diesel movie, yeah. but the only reason it stopped being a Vin Diesel movie is because Paul Walker died. Okay, so they're working with they've got they've totally, been expanding this totally. cast here, and you know today we have a you know growing ensemble cast. There's more and more characters from who knows where all the time, but that's not you know that's not what they're trying to do. That just happens to be a result of the thing. Right. And at the end of the day, Vin Diesel superstar. Okay, yeah, yeah dog. <laughs> One of the biggest in the world. He's the mayor of Hollywood. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. I've said this many times on the pod. The Oscars could solve 90% of their problems if they get Vin Diesel to host (laughs) the fucking ceremony. (laughs) Uh A job he would, A, be honored to do. (laughs) And B, Mm -hmm. would crush. Yeah. I honestly think he would be so good and he would be so up for the singing and dancing and fucking like, 
You know what I mean? Like he would be so into that whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be great to see that side of him again. Just like the, the, the fucking Hollywood boy having fun Vin Diesel, you know? Yeah. So anybody who thinks Vin Diesel is not like a global mega star, <laughs> like truly has to check themselves. Now my right? quick Googling says that this joke came from a little movie, little known movie. Not a comedy special. It came from maybe a little-known movie called Red Notice. So, I like. I don't think it was because I watched Red Notice. What six months ago? Yeah. or something. This was recent, so okay. I can name a bunch of things that I watched recently yeah, and no. go figure out who it was. But I just, yeah, I tried to figure it out. I couldn't do it. All right. Well, that's okay. Somebody, somebody's you want to run us through Matt. this comedy specials you did. You did watch. Um. So I watched Nick Kroll's. Yeah, I didn't special. see. I didn't see the new one, but I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't like. You know, I watched Nick Kroll in sitcoms. I watched some of his animated stuff. It's all yeah. pretty funny, but yeah. seeing his live like solo special really ties it together, and it's excellent. Great. So. I like Nick Kroll. I watched um, Netflix did something called The Hall, where they were inducting, um, I think, deceased comedians into a okay. uh, comedy hall of fame. Uh, very much, it's a tribute show. So, uh, there's other comedians it? talking about these dead comedians. I see. Exactly. Yep. John Stewart was there um, honoring um, Carlin, and then. Right. Who was it? Mm, what's his name? Uh, Robin, Bill, Robin Williams was presented by, what's his name? Snarky guy in a suit. Um, like a British guy? Not British. Mm, I don't know. Uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Got it, got it, got it. Snarky it, guy in a suit. Okay, okay. And then Chelsea Handler presented for... Um, doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah no rodney so, no rodney nah, well. um so yeah watched all those actually um no dave Chappelle. dave Chappelle did rodney dangerfield not for dangerfield it was for um richard Pryor. okay all right mm-hmm. also a goodie yeah um yeah Anyway, Vin Diesel's a megastar. Everybody should go fuck themselves. Like we truly believe yeah. this. And like Vin, anytime there's a seat open on the pod for you. Yeah. Okay. Anytime you want. Uh huh. Could would really help us with our listenership. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so like a little behind the scenes, we've gotten several. I think three at this point emails from people. That are like, hey, we're doing like a retrospective document docu series about like pop culture, and like one of the things we're going to talk about is Fast and Furious. Would you guys be interested in coming on and being talking heads on our like television program? Daryl and I are always like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> definitely, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they like disappear <laughs> because I think they listen to like thirty seconds of an episode and. 
very quickly understand that we're a couple of jabronis who just, <laughs> just like having a good time. You know? And mostly talk about, like, cereal. On the- <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, all right. Furious 6. It's not very good. Don't watch it. I think, like, it. it's... I'm not going to say too big a statement, but, like, there's a, po- there's a world out there in which Furious 6's cultural moment is over. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like... I understand. I've always understood Furious Five to be the bigger cultural item, mm-hmm. right? It's a much more important item than Furious Six, I believe. Mm-hmm. Fast Five is because it's like it's the the rocks launching into superstardom. It's the um, you know, it's where this franchise really goes global and, and becomes like this huge like global powerhouse. Um, in both in terms of its casting and its locations and it's like trying to get people from all walks of life in it and and a a vehicle for up and coming like supporters too you know mm-hmm. um so, like <laughs> such as Gina Carano in Furious 6 um and then <laughs> and then you know um yeah so so 5 is just like this bigger thing Right, and it also like is proof concept of the franchising, which I guess because five comes out in nine. I mean, really, like this predates the sort of marvelization of everything, mm. and is proof concept that like these mega franchises. I mean, bef- before that, it's like, what did you have? Mm. You had. Star Wars. Star Wars. Which, you didn't really have Star Wars because you had three movies in the Mm -hmm. 70s and 80s. And then in the late 90s, early 2000s, you had another three. That was it. And it was like, okay, now we're going to leave it alone again. Same Mm -hmm. thing, Lord of the Rings. You had three movies in 2001, 2, and 3. And then it was like, everybody was like, great. Good job, guys. We all won a bunch of Oscars and made a bunch of money. Let's yeah. go home, right? Like, never an attitude that would be adopted today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one you had was Bond, which mm. is, is weirdly less corporate because it's all controlled by one family, basically. It's mm-hmm. very privately controlled, Bond. And it's not a continuous story. Right, totally. It was like it has relaunched and reinvented itself six times over. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, I mean, really, I mean, did this, wow, did this do it? Fast five was the first to five. The first to in five. In a big way. Right. Yeah. In a big way, it was the first like global. Yeah. Five. Like, you know, are there any meaningful fours? How many other, like other four godfathers? No. Said only three. It's only three and three barely counts. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, is there four? I mean, we're missing something. Tune in, tweet at us at an old podcast if we're missing something. Yeah, I mean, the Harry Potter's kept going, but yeah, that, I mean, that is true. I guess that's true, but always with the date of like the thing. I would say, I you know, maybe you're disproving my point here, but I do feel like the Harry Potter's always had this of like we're gonna end, we're gonna mm-hmm. do these movies, and yes, there's sort of a late franchise decision of like we're gonna split the seventh movie into two movies which Mm -hmm. i still contend harry potter seven part one 
is the best of the series. It's a road <laughs> movie, and it's like good. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like good. I know seven part two is like everybody's like yeah, it's the result. seven part one is good. Like go back. <laughs> I've watched it, but basically only once. I don't think I've ever. I've, yeah, I've maybe seen each of the movies. <laughs> I know I've seen them once, only sparingly. I like it because it like gets rid of all the garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the dumb shit I don't care about, like the Weasley twins like farting up their magic butts. Like all that <laughs> shit's basically gone, and it's like three of them on the road, like in the woods. You know, uh-huh. I'm a big fan. I think seven one is good. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> so, but they were always like, yeah, we're going to end. This is going to be it. Mm-hmm. My other hot take, Harry Potter wise, is like, you know, they're doing all these awful, like, Wizarding World movies that we've s- sort of touched on. And I may have mentioned this take on the pod before. I don't remember anything I've ever said on the No One Likes to Tune podcast ever. My big suggestion is it don't do all these like newt scalamander like movies like you know what i mean like who cares about this and uh-huh. like johnny depp movies like who, stop dog uh-huh. just remake the regular movies <laughs> it's been 20 years just make them again oh interesting <laughs> recast everybody hey, recast everybody hot some get some hot young john zeers in there you know like just remake yeah. them you know? I don't need any new magic. Use the same source material and have another go for it. Just go for it again. <laughs> like, okay, you know what I mean? It's Harry been long Potter enough. and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Yo, twenty twenty three. That's a pro move because everybody who yeah. it, who read it at the time and did all that stuff, they're all adults now. Okay, yeah, exactly. They're making a lot of money and they produce offspring. Who are they going to bring and pay double the ticket who price? They're probably like reading the books too. You yeah. know, and they're oh like into my it. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> okay, it's a really good idea that like somebody should maybe listen to me about, right? Because you know. the yeah, because the entire Harry Potter generation, they're gonna also use that word of mouth. They're gonna be comparing one for one, two for two. For the entirety of that, re- in, for the entirety of that release schedule, hundred percent new movies, hundred percent. They'll be excited to see how they adapt X or Y mm-hmm. or Z mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And then their kids will be like, "Yeah, my favorite TikTok star is in this fucking movie. Like, awesome!" Oh my god, that is a money making. That's a money maker, right there, dude. hundred percent. What are they doing with this? Like, like what is WDB doing with like fucking? Jude Law and Nukes Commander and fucking oh like the ancients of I mean, like Ezra Miller fucking popping yeah. in like being a Zorg or whatever the fuck he is. Okay, like stop. Like stop like, that. <laughs> we don't need any of that. Nobody read any of those books anyway. Okay. No, Nobody they're not gives even a shit. Books. I don't even know what they are, but I don't think they're books. Yeah, okay? they're little zines. They're little zines that just nobody read them. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I tried to watch some of those movies. They're terrible. Okay. So right. start Harry back Potter with the and material. the Sorcerer's Stone. Go. <laughs> wow. And like yeah, the thing idea. is, the first five Harry Potter movies are objectively awful, right? Anyway. <laughs> so it's like just do them again. <laughs> You know, like yeah. do him again because like the only good per- kid in the cast is Rupert Grant. 
The other two mm-hmm. are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I've watched these movies like recently enough where I feel like I can talk about an opinion that I have about them. But like, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe are B.A.D. in those movies. They're so bad. Um, Through all of them, basically. Do you think as, you know, they started as child actors, do you think either Daniel Radcliffe um, or Emma Watson have improved as adult actors? I just got to check left to right to make sure I'm not going to. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean. Radcliffe has made a nice little career for himself. And he's got like a certain, certain like short king charm to him. Whereas like he plays, I don't think he's not like ashamed of doing the Harry Potter stuff and sort of understands and appreciates its fandom and is into Mm -hmm. doing some like weird shit or playing kooky villain stuff. And I thought it was okay. Like Lost Kingdom or whatever that, the Lost City Mm -hmm. with the Channing Tatum movie that came out last year with Sandy Bullock. He's yeah, like the villain in that, that and like does a, yeah. is like fine. He's always had this like nervous kid in a play and ener- in like a school play energy to me that mm. I don't like very much. Right? Mm-hmm. He just looks very unconfident and unsure of himself on screen, and I just I've never really engaged with his performances. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson is an objectively terrible fucking actress. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm so sorry to emma watson i'm so sorry and i know this is like the worst kind of podcast where it's like a couple of bros sitting around talking about like how bad some but like like i'm sure her foundations are great you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. doing really good work she's so fucking bad i don't know like i she just like never did it she just never Uh did it you know what i mean she just never did it so I like I I bet she's awesome. I bet she's like mm-hmm. just a stunningly wonderful person. Can't it's time it. for a reboot. Time for a reboot. It's time for a reboot. Reboot it. Reboot it. Reboot it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's me. Yeah. You want to do some shout outs? Sure. Yeah, we're at that level, I think. I um, think so. What do you want to shout out to this week? Do you want me to hit one first? I would like to give a shout out oh. this week to Solitude. Mm. Um, Jess had to go out of town for this weekend. <laughs> I transported her. To, I transported her to another state. <laughs> I prepped her for her going away time, and I was like, "This is going to be awesome." And I sat Good here weekend, and baby. Yeah, it was. Pouring rain all weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I made very limited plans, and even the few plans that I had to see other people canceled those. Look, I'm out here having a great time. I did some bike riding in the rain, I did a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but otherwise, I stayed home and it was wonderful. Mm. It was quiet, mm. and it mm. was nice that I had the opportunity to, um, oh. Do nothing. Yeah. All right. And it was a nice little reset. You know, I'm excited that she got to go and little trip with her mom and that she's doing nice Connecticut stuff. But 
It was super good. I just also finished like a pretty long like work week. So it was kind of the perfect timing for full decompression. So a great weekend of solitude and given the opportunity to see and interact with other people's people, I declined and I was having such a good time. So it's nice. Sometimes you for, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to do both. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's like, it's incredible. I mean, I, you know, Ellie has been working. She's slowly sort of slowing down on her work mm-hmm. um, coming up to the summertime. And so I get a good chunk out of the day usually where I'm alone. And like a lot of times I'm working from home while I'm here in New Zealand. But a lot of times I'm not going on a nice run, smoke a nice cigar, read a mm-hmm. nice book, like take a nice bath. You know, just the ability, even if I don't do anything with it, the ability to do what I want to do when I want to do pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed making kind of like a multi-day plan. Like I had a list nice. of stuff that I wanted to get done. I did some really nice cooking. I made a lasagna, made a big chicken noodle soup. Oh, yeah. Um and yeah, just kind of like a multi-day plan where I could like do a few things. I got to move the car. I got to do all these things. I got to plan for work. It was great to just have a, you know, a sequence yeah, of events that I could complete in any order. 100%. I'm so with you. I'm so with you. Not that I don't. You know, not that I don't, but you know, you know, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to give a, sort of anti shout out to um I mean it's like half my fault. <laughs> I do want to <laughs> preface this to say right. it is right. half my well my fault is a strange I got a refund check check from the New York State Department of Finance and Taxation, right? Or taxation mm-hmm. department, right? Okay. And they mailed me a check. Because I had the wrong routing number, I had a digit off on the routing number on my filing, they couldn't direct deposit the check. So they mm-hmm. mailed me one. From New okay. York to New Zealand. Because the, my New Zealand address is what I use on my taxes. Because I don't, I'm not a liar anymore. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I get this check. I get it while I'm working in America. All right, and my wife takes a picture of the check, and she's like, "Do you need this check?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like not whatever, but it's a good, it's a good, good little refund. I was like, I so I looked up, will the check go bad or whatever by the time I get back? No, everything's fine. Just hang on mm-hmm. to it. I'll come back, cash the check. Lo and behold, by the time I get back to New Zealand. Where's the check? You know, mm. it's a lot of it like, uh, where's the check? Huh? <laughs> Where'd that check go? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Do we remember where we put the mm-hmm. check? That's <laughs> uh, De Niro? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, De Niro on De Niro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cha-ching, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, lo- whatever, the check is gone. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know where it went. 
<laughs> so, um, I call, you know, I like hangouts call the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance. And they go through this whole thing, and it takes like an hour and a half. And it's like, oh, okay, that checks out. And it's like, okay, great. Well, we'll send out the application. And I was like, what? What? I was what like, am I applying for? What do you think? She was like, oh, you have to um, give a written sworn statement that the check is gone and then like mail it back to us. Mm. <laughs> like as an applicant. It's like, okay, but can you just direct deposit the check if I give you the direct deposit? And they're like, no. You got mm. it cut as a check and mailed. We have to do it that way now. So I'm like, I'm not, whatever. It's been like this whole process. The application, they say we mail within 30 days. And then you have to fill it out. And then you have to mail it back. And then they have to review it. And if they review it and okay it, they cut you a new check and then mail it back to me. All this would be all very good if I didn't live in fucking New Zealand. (laughs) All this shit takes a million years. Mm -hmm. So um, that's going whatever. And like... I just, I don't want to anti-shout out the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance, but the fact is, like, we have the internet, dog. Like, mm-hmm. we have ways to verify identity on the internet. I can use my Google Authenticator app to log into your fucking portal or whatever, and, like, click, 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 put in the right routing number, change the, like, payment option to direct deposit, and just fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that's not really an, 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 you know what I mean, like a thing that we can do nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of an anti shout out to that. A little bit of an anti shout out to like losing checks in general. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a good experience. But I will say, yesterday we were checking the bookcase. Turns out it was wedged for some reason between two books on midwifery <laughs> subjects in the bookcase. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> 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 that's funny it's clearly a place that somebody decided i'll put this here especially so that i'll remember that it's here uh-huh i was gonna ask uh, at the beginning of the story is like where would you have liked that check to be right <laughs> i probably would have put it on the fridge right you know i've got a little magnet clip here yeah that seems like a fridge worthy item to or me. like on my desk uh-huh <laughs> just leave it there I'm going to travel with this bookmark. Oh, it's going to be right here. I'm going to, oh, nope. I, nah. I mean, I definitely do stuff one. like that all the time, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, I'll put this business card in this bowl in the corner of the fucking thing so that I'll, because <laughs> that's such a weird place to put it. I'll definitely remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's a strange place that I would never put something is the very fact that would make me remember <laughs> that I put it there. <laughs> it's You've the logic the that goes palace? through my head you know about, i live in the memory palace okay yes like, everything yes. i do is i'm absolutely palace. trying to trigger the memory palace <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah anyway um if you have any experience with you know lost and found items <laughs> Or your thoughts about the Harry Potter Wizarding World of Harry <laughs> Potter franchise. Actually, reach out. I want to know what people think. Please reach out to us at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast. We are No One Likes the Tuna Podcast on Instagram. We are No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com. 
<sighs> what else? Uh, Patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. We're about to post our next episode and then we're going to start recording a couple more episodes and then we're going to finish up our Jason Statham stuff and get into some Liam Neeson stuff. Hmm. Um, and then what else is going on? Rate and review us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you catch your pods, please. Chuck us a, f- a five star or a one star, but nothing in between. Actually, I don't care what you do. Um, and uh, that's it for me, Daryl. I think so too. We'll continue the series uh, with Fast Five in the next. Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully next week, but next week. truly, who knows? <laughs> Till next time.